What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another edition of Look at Talk, the Look at Talk podcast. I'm your man, Victor. This is the last episode of November, ladies and gentlemen. And we got a guest here holding it down out of Chi-Town. It's Miss Tia from Tia Talks and Unwind the Podcast. How you doing today, Tia? Hey, I am doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. How was your Thanksgiving? Um, my Thanksgiving was relaxing. Um, I had family from out of town that came in, but nothing too major. Just like 10 people at the house. Super relaxing, super calm. That's usually how Thanksgiving goes for our family, though. Super small, intimate gathering. That's how about you? Um, I just, I literally slept through Thanksgiving. I was just home. <laughs> I, I really didn't get a chance to go see any of my family because they were all out of town. So oh, yeah. I, I was just home chilling home chilling, watching football. I'm like, I said to myself, can we please get the Dallas Cowboys off Thanksgiving football? <laughs> the game we all wanted to see got canceled because a lot of players ended up with COVID, but oh, wow. never. Yeah, I haven't been following the football this year. <laughs> yeah. So. But ladies and gentlemen, also for the first time ever, this I'm trying something Say I'm sipping on a little hard seltzer while recording Look at Talk. So I'm trying something different, you know. I ain't never had no damn seltzer before. But but speaking of Thanksgiving, what are some rules you like to tell people before they come over to your house? Um, I don't necessarily think it's rules. And I don't, I wouldn't necessarily give anybody any rules before they come to my house for Thanksgiving, but I think it's courtesy. I think that's just something that you should know. But um, I always ask if I should bring anything before I come to any gathering. I don't know. I just feel like I shouldn't come in empty-handed. So I feel like that's a do. So bring something regardless if it's fruit, drink, something, you know, to the gathering. Um, also, know when to leave. Like, don't be the one that be there all night because I'm usually... I like to wrap it up. So don't be at the at my house all night. That's the Listen, yeah. if I ask you what your future plans are and stuff and when we're gonna hook up again, nine times out of ten, that's my way it's of time for you to go. It's time yeah, to go. It's time for you to go. Yeah. I, I agree with you there. It's like people yeah. will always want to stay all night and stuff. Now, if the conversation is good, if it's a good vibe, I'll yeah. be that one to stick around. But even I know when the vibe is dead, it's like it's, it's time, time to go. Vibe, though, you know. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever have to deal with people's kids running around in the house? <sighs> yes, in my family, we have a lot of kids in our family, and I don't have any kids. My brother has kids. My sisters have kids. So when um, holidays come, thankfully, thankfully their kids are pretty well behaved, so we don't have that issue. Um, but yeah, kids running around. I don't have that issue. I guess we got well-behaved kids in our family. But it's a lot of them, for sure. <laughs> That's what's up, because I saw a whole bunch of videos where people were talking about their kids. Like, don't have your bad-ass kids in here tearing up things and running in and out the house. Yeah. I'm, I'm but like, I do prefer events to be kids, kid-less. So, not necessarily like Thanksgiving or anything like a holiday, but like, you know, brunches and weddings and baby showers and all that stuff they need to be kid free that's when the kid gonna ruin the party for real agree most definitely most definitely i do think that there be, need to be some functions where 
the kids aren't aren't yeah. allowed, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we trying to turn up. We're not trying to hear you babysitting your kids yeah. and stuff, you know. So. Yeah. And I think I'll feel the same way too once I have kids too, because like I don't want to be having to come to a party or event all the time with my kids. Like no. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> like once I have kids, I will I will have the babysitters on deck so me and my woman <laughs> can go like, hey, let's go, let's go out here, let's go to this function and and you know what I'm saying. Sure. We'll have the babysitters on deck because kids be ruining functions and also it can keep you from getting invited by people who don't have kids. They'll exactly. think twice before inviting you because they're like do you want to deal with so-and-so and their kids? They'll think twice before inviting yeah. you. Yeah, or also, too, like, you stop inviting them places because they can't go because they got, got kids. <laughs> yeah, and and that, and I feel bad. Sometimes I feel bad for those people, but then sometimes I'm like, you just got to find a babysitter. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. I ain't never been in that situation, so I don't know, but... I don't know either. I ain't got no kids. <laughs> might, might be harder than, than we speaking of. Yeah, and, and we, they may be listeners be like, yeah, wait till y'all have kids. I'm like, well, exactly. I'm wish that on us now. Okay. Let us, let us enjoy this because it's been a struggle without kids, so I can only imagine with with the kids, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, speaking of, how's 2020 been for you? Because it's, it's been a struggle over here, but. Um. Honestly, I just had this conversation too yesterday um, at Thanksgiving about 2020. I honestly feel like 2020 was not a bad year for me. Um, I've been, I was living with my parents up until this summer. Um, when I came home from school, I graduated in 2017 and I had been living with my parents for like two and a half years. So this year I was finally able to like really sit down and save money to be able to move out. Um, I got a good apartment, apartment of my dreams, honestly, in a perfect location. Um, I was able to move into my apartment with everything that I needed, like sofa, you know, couch and every, literally everything. Cause I, this year made me save a lot, lot more and, you know, honestly look back and see like, it was, you know, stuff I needed to do. Um, also I felt like my podcast took off this year. Um, also rekindled some friendships and relationships with family. We was having like Sunday, Sunday dinner every Sunday during the quarantine. Like we would always come together Sunday, no matter, you know, did we switch up different houses, but we made sure like, you know, we was all working from home. So we was all pretty much quarantined together every Sunday. So that was fun. Um, my job, I was still able to keep my job. Um, we was getting like COVID pay, so uh, we was getting that. I was working from home, so I feel like 2020 was okay year for me. I learned. I was in a relationship. I got out of a relationship in 2020, but I learned a lot of things from that relationship. Um, so I can say honestly, 2020 was a good year for me, and um, I'm trying to go strong this last month for sure. That's what's up. I feel you on that. I'm trying to go strong. I'm trying to make the comeback season because, like I said. Even though it hadn't been the best year, it was still productive. I will say that my yeah. podcast, the podcast really took off, you know what I'm saying? So I agree with you there. So speaking of your podcast, tell the people a little about your podcast. Okay. Um, my podcast is called Tia's Talking Unwind. Um, it actually just made a year um, a couple of days ago for my podcast um, that I had it, but it just re- it started off 
honestly with a bunch of friends um coming together and having a party like I hosted a party it was called like a podcast party everybody had to bring a bottle of wine um and we sat around it was 12 of us we sat around in the living room and just pulled topics out of a hat and talked about everything literally it was like a two-hour episode and so once I listened to it and I was just like randomly sending it out to people like oh listen to this check it out blah blah they was telling me like oh this is such you know a good show like you should you know keep going with the show and so I decided to do that and um on my podcast we just drink number one um and then we just talk our shit I always say we talk our shit um speak on the topics that's going on in the world you know in our neighborhood in our community just everything literally I just tell my guests and I tell you know my listeners you can literally hear anything from me I'm talking about Jesus and God and then just fuck these niggas on the other side um Jesus on my heart so you know I just say literally whatever comes to mind and it honestly for me it was like um a way for me to express myself more um I want to say say I'm shy but I could be shy at some points and sometimes and I felt like I was not always open to say exactly how I feel about certain things about certain topics just anything in general even friendships relationships whatever the case may be um and so I use this as an outlet to express myself and so that's it um I have guests on my show most of the time I do have reflection episodes here and there but most of the time um it's guests I had my sisters that was one of my favorite episodes I had all my sisters on the episode um I'm still trying to get an episode with my mom and my dad but We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> wow, that, more power yeah. to you're strong to me because I never thought about getting. I thought about it at one point getting my mom yeah. on the podcast, but I'm like, yeah, that ain't gonna work. I, I love you, mom, but that ain't gonna yeah. work. Yeah, and it's crazy because she's been asking since day one. And at first, she was like, oh, well, you want me to subscribe? I'm like, yeah, you should subscribe. You know, go ahead. And then she was like, well, I want to be on the show. And I was like, mm. but now I'm like leaning towards it. I think she'll give me some some nice little juicy topics to talk about so yeah now, now back when i had my co-host me and my co-host discussed it of having her mom on because her mom was i have been listening i have my mom on i said that'll be one crazy episode yeah. but unfortunately things didn't work out with that co-host but uh yeah. still still all love to her you know what i'm saying i know she's expecting a child now so in 2021 yeah. she'll be a mom now so it's all love to her and mm-hmm. i did also discuss having the episode with my sister because both of us we just get fed up with things but yeah the more and more more people i talk to i realize excuse me i realize that all of us pod, black podcasters do the same things we just pour up some liquor and we just talk about whatever topics are on my minds and yes, sir. that's that's great, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what made you decide that you wanted to start this podcast? Um, it was honestly just my friends gassing me up after I had did the first episode because it wasn't supposed to turn into a podcast. It was just something that I enjoy like listening to. I love listening to podcasts. So it was like, let's just try to do this little party and see how it goes. So my friends definitely gassing me up, telling me to go for it. And then just like outside of my friends, just the um the support I was getting from other people regarding the podcast and like I said it was something that helped me express myself a little bit more um and it was like an extra activity for me to do like I don't I don't do anything else <laughs> but hang with my friends and my family so this was like a way for me in my career but this was like a way for me to like outside of my job outside of my family 
this is mine. This is mine. Mine only. This is me. So my little baby, and I love it. That's real. That's real. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. The more liquor you drink, the better the better I sound. So go ahead and get that liquor poured up if you haven't done so already. And if you're watching this on YouTube, get that liquor poured up. Also, I want to thank you as well for having me on. Um, cheers. Yeah, cheers. Um, <laughs> I do thank you for having me on your podcast, by the way. That was a very dope conversation. I did appreciate that you get me on there, you know what I'm saying? I like yeah. to make guest appearances when I can. So I definitely appreciate you having me on there. So to date, what would you say was your favorite episode of your podcast and why? Um, I have so many favorites. <laughs> um, the first one was my favorite because um, the first episode was I had 12 of my, one of my 12 of my closest friends and that's funny because I do have a lot of friends so I said 12 of my closest but it was literally 12 girls from all different parts of my life um, coming together and doing this episode we had so much fun like literally everybody going wine and it was we talked about everything for two hours straight it was so fun um, so that was one um, that was on solid girl talk and then the second one um, I did one with my brother and his wife. Um, that one's called Who Said Marriage Isn't Lit. Um, that one was fun too. Just the my brother and his wife have a good relationship and I have an amazing relationship with them together. And so um just to see them like talk about their relationship more in depth, more than what I see um and what our family see was good. I love that. Um, let's see, what was another one? Oh, my sister episode. I did I did one with my two older sisters my sister-in-law, and then my two younger sisters. We all did an episode together. And that was when we were actually in Georgia during quarantine. And we did an episode. We was at the table. Um, and we just had a great conversation about sisterhood, friends, and everything, family. I love the episode. Actually, it's one of them. That might be my favorite one. And then um, a recent one I just did um, with my esthetician, Kai, that one just dropped a couple weeks ago. That was a good episode. It was just, that one was more so about just women out here getting in their bag and getting money and being successful, especially black women. So that was a good episode for me as well. Um, but I, honestly, I love all my episodes. I've been listening to them over and over again. I didn't even think I would be that person to listen to my episodes, but I legit listen to my episodes. I love my podcast. <laughs> yeah, I agree too. I didn't think I'd be that way too, but sometimes I'd be finding myself listening to episodes to be like what worked and what triggered people as well. So yeah. I agree. And also, I want to say shout out to all the Black women that are out here hustling. Y'all are everything. This is coming from yeah. Black man. This Black man support show. Y'all are everything because I've heard your podcast. I've heard other podcasters talking about their Black owned businesses and they are out there getting it, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. So, For Black, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. For um, Black History Month, I had did um, that whole month, I had did episodes for with entrepreneurs, Black entrepreneurs, and I had so many people come forward and wanted to do the episodes, of, you know, for Black entrepreneurs and, you know, women and success. It was a good, a good month. And like you said, shout out to the Black women because we out here. And shout out to the Black men for holding us down, the ones that's holding us down. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> yeah, here. So, yeah. what was the biggest thing you learned overall from those black business owners that you that you took for yourself, from, just from having conversations with them? Honestly, I think it's um, it might be the support, having a strong support system behind you um, while doing something, and um, which is really important because I feel that way. 
because my friends and my family really, really like held it down when it comes to my podcast. Like they always retweeting stuff or, you know, sharing it or reposting on Facebook or Instagram, whatever the case may be. And they was open to doing episodes. Like it was friends who didn't know nothing about podcasts, family who didn't know nothing about podcasts. And when I asked them, oh, you want to do an episode? You know, they were so open to do it and they were so, you know, willing to come to me or whatever the case may be, they were open and supportive. So definitely having a great support system whether it's friends, family, um, business network, whatever it is, having that's very important. In the business. That's real. That's real. To any of my family listening to this podcast, don't be surprised if I decide at some point 21, 2021, I decide to schedule a Zoom call with you to get you on the podcast, you know? So <laughs> I don't be surprised. I already told my sister that me and her hinted at it, you know what I'm saying? We haven't actually came together and set up a date, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But getting back to your podcast, at what point did you know that I, I might have something special here? Um, I don't think I felt like that yet. Um, I don't, I just, I think it's automatically thought that it was going to be special. I don't, I don't think I ever had a moment where I was just like, oh, I'm snapping. <laughs> I don't think I ever had a moment like that. No, because as obviously you felt something to keep. Um, so I guess I guess what I'm trying to say. At what point did you say I can keep going with this? Um, honestly, I don't think I ever had that point because I just honestly I feel like I went through a point too during this quarantine too where I slacked off for a minute when the ideas wasn't flowing, the topics wasn't flowing, and so I did have like a little moment where I wasn't dropping any lesson episodes I wasn't active on my Instagram I wasn't active on my Facebook I wasn't active period um in the podcast life and so I don't know I think I just I'm trying to think what made me keep going it might be the support it might be my friends honestly my friends are a one like I couldn't ask for a better set of friends and they always hold me down. And when I get stuck and when I get into those funks, they're always there to, you know, pick me up. So I guess just to having the support. Did I ask you a question? Yeah, that, that's real. That's real. That's real. I have to have the support. That's that's definitely real. You know what I'm saying? Support is everything, you know. The one thing I've learned about support for me is like, it's always the support that's coming from other cities, you know what I'm saying? From other places, you know what I'm saying? That that kept me going because sometimes I'll admit Florida people just don't know how to support, but it's the <laughs> other states and other people in other places that are like, they're tuning in, they're checking in as well. So yeah. what's something about podcasting you wish you would have known before you got started? Um... Let's see. Maybe have all the extra stuff behind it, like the behind the scenes. So, you know, the mics and the computer and the system. And I thought I would be okay. Like I used to record on my phone. Um, and I thought that that was okay, which is it is fine. Definitely fine to record on the phone. But for me, elevating was getting the mic and I upgraded my laptop. You know, I had to do all the extra behind the scenes stuff that I didn't know that I was going to need to. I didn't know I was going to need a nice laptop <laughs> or, you know, um, all the equipment to do the podcast. So I think that was that. I thought I would be able to record on my phone for the rest of the time and I didn't need, you know, the extra stuff. Um, so, yeah, the extra behind the scenes things, having to get a um, logo and 
having to do the Apple podcast and the Spotify, you know, stuff like that. I didn't think that I was going to have to do. Um, but I thought I was just going to sign up for something that was going to be it. So I feel yeah. you on that. Uh, trust me, trust me. I definitely feel you there. It's like I, I kind of knew the ins and outs, of, but I didn't know like all the extra stuff, all the extra equipment as well. But mm-hmm. sometimes you get to a point where you don't even need the extra equipment because you'll find yourself not even doing it because I not even using half the equipment you got, you know, because yeah. Because the, I will say that's the biggest thing. Thanks to this quarantine, it taught me, hey, you can just do this podcast for anybody. Thanks yeah. to technology, because technology is just oh so wonderful. Yeah. Like the gentleman, this is Look and Talk. I'm on I'm on this hard seltzer. And by the way, mm-hmm. I can tell you, hard seltzer, don't, it don't really have a taste to it. You know what I'm saying? It, I taste the fruitiness, but it don't don't really have much of a taste to it. Apparently, yeah. it's supposed to be healthy, you know. And Miss T is on some wine over there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I actually have some wine with a splash of Hennessy, so Ooh. I'm feeling I'm feeling it too. <laughs> Hello, a wine with splash of Hennessy. I like that. Yeah, so last week on the show, I, I had some guests from Kentucky. Shout out to about the ladies of Vibology of One on One, Honey and Nunu. They holding it down out of Louisville. They talked about people from Chicago. They said oh. Chicago people are crazy. So now I have a, a guest from Chicago. Go ahead, defend your people. Did they call us crazy? Yes, they um, did. Ain't nothing crazy about Chicago. That's all I can say. <laughs> because I'm guessing they, they said that only because they've dealt with people from Chicago that came to Louisville, because I guess of how close it was. But defend Chicago, man. I mean, I don't, I love Chicago. It's a great city. I do feel like we are more like maybe a little aggressive and more passionate about things. Um, so that can come off a little crazy. Um, but I don't think necessarily crazy. You know, we just really passionate about our city and we fight hard, you know, and we love hard. So we don't play that. <laughs> That's really, y'all, y'all sound like New York people as well. Y'all sound just like New York people. Yeah, I think it, it's like 50-50 with the New York and the Chicago people. Yeah. Yeah. So New York people be giving y'all a hard time too? I think so. I think everybody gives us a hard time because everybody just they think that we just like a killer city and everything bad happened in our city and it's not. And I always I grew up in the suburbs, um, pretty much in and out the city here and there. But I recently just moved back to the city um in my adult years. So looking at the city in a different way, I don't I don't see it as being like bad or like we have issues and murder rates. I don't see that. Like I just see a nice, beautiful, loving city, and I don't, I don't have no problems where I live at. And I feel like um, people just look at Chicago and see that it's bad and see Chirac and blah blah, but it's not that. It's not. No, it's it's definitely not that. There are some dope people in Chicago because I've. You're not the only podcast I've done a show with in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I've done the shows with other people, other black black ladies in Chicago that they have dope podcasts. And there's some very dope people in in Chi-Town. So when they said that, I was like, oh, really? But I don't know, you know? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it's a few. It's crazy people everywhere. But we just misunderstood. Let's just say that. Shit, you and everybody, cause <laughs> Florida right now, and every you know every day is something crazy coming out of Florida. 
exactly. a Florida person did this, a Florida person did that. Not saying Sam, all of us Florida people ain't crazy, you know. Yeah. All of us Florida people ain't doing the, the dumb shit you be seeing. Yeah, mm -hmm. we might have a dumb governor who ain't gonna shut down when it comes to COVID, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But y'all got a real ass mayor though, you know. Okay. Lucky <laughs> Lori do not play. Okay. We is on a nine o'clock alcohol curfew. You cannot buy alcohol after nine o'clock in the city of Chicago. Um, Lori is not playing with us. She definitely got us on a, a curfew, but I think that black people just we just do what we want to do in general. So that curfew shit don't work for us. <laughs> that curfew shit ain't gonna work for nobody. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, like, period. It's like because people they just don't really abide by laws. It's like, and it's like I look at speaking of COVID, I look at COVID cases all in other countries. They all going down across the world, but one place, America. Yeah, and I was looking at numbers this week in general in the United States and Chicago, well, Illinois is up, like super up. And I'm just trying, I'm confused because we walk around with masks on all day long. Like we can't go to no store, you can't get a no, ooh, you can't do nothing unless you got a mask on. And they're strict about wearing a mask. When I went to Dallas a couple of weeks ago, nobody got no mask on. Everybody walking around freely. I walked in the gas station, forgot my mask. The lady said, no, don't worry about it. Just come on in. If you forget your mask at the gas station in Chicago, they're going to make you wait in line and buy one for a dollar before you walk around the store. Okay? Wow. And so I'm confused on how, like, we got so, you know, the highest rates. And these other cities are, you know, just out here living their best life. Like, restaurants are open. Our restaurants are closed. We're on a shutdown. Like, no in indoor dining, mind you, it's cold outside. So what the dining is there to do if there's no indoor dining? So it's really shut down. The city is definitely shut down. Um, Lori made sure that we was not kicking it with our family this weekend. <laughs> Too bad for Thanksgiving. Um, so yeah. So how did some people up there celebrate Thanksgiving if they couldn't really kick it with their family? Did they just get on Zoom and kick it with their family? No, they did what they wanted to do, like I said. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of but a lot of places, like a lot of people was in the house. I can honestly say a lot of people that I know did not go, you know, to big family gatherings or have a you know, a lot of grandmas was not cooking this Thanksgiving. A lot of grandmas was like, you can come get a plate, but you can't stay. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel it so yeah yeah I feel you on that it's like I know for me this year I really didn't go out this year because I was like one is COVID and I don't know who got COVID and it's like yeah. and I know here in Florida they really don't enforce it because I know I'll go to the corner store right right by my house without a mask on they don't ever say nothing but <laughs> there are some places that do enforce it but I'm I'm seeing that I'm having that same debate in my head I'm like why the hell are these COVID cases going up if they're asking us to wear masks, are masks not doing the job? What? Right, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, what what is the real tea? Like, what are y'all not telling us? Like, I need to know more. I need to know more too because it's like there's some places that like I said I went to I'm, I went I met with um esthetician the other day and they before I walk in the door they got the thing up to my head taking my temperature. I'm like. They doing all those places that be taking your temperature, asking you questions and stuff. Is this not working? What is going on? Yeah. It's something. Because I'm hearing there's going to be a second wave. I'm like, 
can y'all just let 2020 end already before y'all talk yeah. about it? Or can y'all cut us a stimulus check? You know what I'm saying? Because okay. I see all these other countries, they shutting down, but they breaking, they cut their people off. America is too fucking set on getting rich and just getting their yeah. pockets fat. They don't yeah. give a damn about people. Yeah, they don't care about they don't care about the the actual people that live in America. Like, it's too much. It, it really is too much. It's just, ladies and gentlemen, I know y'all out there listening to this. Yes, it's too much. These are two podcasters that are fed up with it. It's just definitely too much. So go ahead and pull you a drink and just enjoy the vibe. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into some other things I've heard of. Let's talk about arranged marriages. Would you trust your parents to find you a spouse or not? Um, would I trust my parents to find me a spouse? I think so. Really? You I think I would trust my mother because my mother knows, like she, she knows me, like the back of her own hand, like literally, she knows me. So I think I would trust my mom. Um, but then again, maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like a 50 50. I, maybe I think I will let my mama. I, I mean, it won't hurt to go on a yeah. date with somebody that she picked. Yeah, first of all. My dad, I don't know, because he's super like strict and. Yeah. <laughs> well, first off, I know my, I ain't trust my dad because my dad was never there for me. My mom, oh. on the other hand, I'm not too sure because she might try to mess around and set me up with a damn church girl. And I'm like. <laughs> I don't need a church girl judging my every move. Okay. I need somebody that's going to let me be me. You know what I'm saying? Not trying to just vibe. I need somebody that's going to vibe with me, not try to change every little thing. And I kind of feel like my mom would pick a damn church girl. You know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with church women. Don't get me wrong. Some of them are beautiful and stuff, but, you know, they are really down with the church. They're meaning every little thing that got going on with the church that they there you know what i'm saying yeah. Crowd yeah. Girls, they there all three services yeah. they there you know all three <laughs> all three because you know some churches be having multiple services and stuff anything going on with the deacons or any church events they there they always there mm-hmm. so and i'm like look i understand going to church and all i'm cool with it but Sometimes you got to let the church be the church. You got to have a life outside of the church, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I, and I love my mom, but I'm not too sure if I would judge her judgment with picking the right woman for me, you know, because um, I I, I like what I like, you know, and she might try to pick something I don't like, you know? Yeah, my mom, I think I'm the... I'm the complete opposite of her, I feel like, when it comes to dating. So I feel like she would know what I like. Like she she gets the picture. So she know what I like and she know what I don't like. So I think maybe mom will be okay. And honestly, I wouldn't mind like being set up on like a blind date or like arrangement type of thing. Um just for some fact that I feel like sometimes I'm shy. Like I don't I don't know how to shoot my shot, number one. And even when somebody's shooting their shot at me, I'm still, I some sometimes still be a little lost. Like, I just be like, huh? <laughs> or, you know, like, when you're out, I don't know if you've ever done this before, but if you've been out and at a club or something, you give a girl, like, you know, a little eye, like, you know you want it or something, you know? Do you ever, or something like that? Um, um, 
agree. I no, I'm with you on sometimes I can shy up at times and not yeah. make a move, but sometimes if I'll admit if I'm sipping a little bit and a chick walks up to the bar and I see her and, and we just we I'll try to strike up a conversation and take my take up number and stuff. And what I'll do is I'll make I'll just text her and make sure it's the right number, you know. <laughs> See, I'd be shy. I can't even like, I don't know. Like if somebody give me eye contact in the club and like it's one of those, I'm like, oh no. Y'all. No, you don't like, smile back or nothing because there'll be some women I'll give eye contact to. They'll shoot me a little smile or something like that, you know. But I probably but, smile, but I'll probably be awkward as hell. No, so you're Honestly, in some cases, I actually feel you because I was shy for a long time. But mm -hmm. sometimes it, it just depends on how I'm feeling. If I if I'm in my mood where I'm just like to hell with trying, I'll shy up at times because I'll admit I was out at a brunch with people and I was like, yeah, a couple of women here I should probably shoot my shot at, but I kind of shot up and just got quiet and went with the flow of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I totally feel you. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out to that millennials group. If anybody's listening to, shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't exactly. names on who I'm about. I was trying to shoot my shot at, but <laughs> I, I definitely, I definitely contemplated. But I kind of shot up. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. sometimes, if if sometimes if I have a little liquid and liquid motivation, maybe just maybe I'll crack a little bit and start yeah. some shots up. But I thought, but sometimes because of the outcomes you have. I will say sometimes because of the previous outcomes, you're like, okay, to hell with it. You know what I'm saying? At least, mm -hmm. at least with me, I'll just be like, okay, to hell with it. You know what I'm saying? Because this, this obviously ain't working. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, so do you feel like the shyness is partially why you don't deal with nobody or? No, <laughs> no. I just feel like um, the shyness is just, you just have to work a little harder for me. Um, so you have to get me out of that, you know, shy comfort, that comfort zone. So I, for me, if it's somebody who who's worth it or who gonna really talk their shit and really, you know, intrigue me and really, you know, apply pressure, then, you know, that's what I'm gonna settle for. But other than that, nah, it'd be the bare minimum for me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's like, Listen, believe it or not, we look at things, us as men, and we look at things, so I know it's always the men should take initiative and the men should do this, but we look at, we, we be looking, it's like, we be trying to see if y'all gonna match our energy or not, you know what I'm saying? Because some women, they'll, they'll, they'll act like they're doing it, but they're just trying to use you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and a lot of us men, we don't want to feel like we're being used anymore, so. That is true, and I had someone tell me that, um, he said he wasn't gonna buy love, and I and I told him, "Oh, that's cute, cause my love ain't for free. So I guess we not <laughs> we not gonna work out. <laughs> I don't necessarily need you to buy my love, but I need you to work a little harder. You know, like I don't the the like I said, the bare minimum to me nowadays is just it's weird, it's awkward. Like I don't I don't understand how guys can sit and think that they're supposed to court a woman and think that being in your crib is courting her or pulling up or talking on the phone all day and blah, blah blah all this other stuff and then you're supposed to have sex and then you fall in love like that's the way I feel like it goes nowadays like it's not about the actual 
dating. Like, I want to date. I don't want to be, you know, feel like I'm just tied down to one person because we speed track, we spare track our relationship. Like, we jump right into it here first, you know? I want to, yeah. you know, yeah, I test think, the water. I think what it is, is it's like a cycle. It's like sometimes guys, they'll court women, but then the women just turn out and reject them for somebody who ain't really courting them, who ain't doing what they would they what they would do you know what i'm saying so sometimes yeah, and like, i get that and i honestly feel like okay that's just not the one for you you know like that's just not be happy that you missed that that beat with that person because at the end of the day what if she was a gold digger or what if she only seen money and you didn't fold for that shit so that's good on you yeah now sometimes it could be a one-off case but some cases if it happens if it's a recurring theme it's like sometimes some people will fail to realize that it may be what you're going after. It may be the types of people you're going for. And but then instead of realizing that, they'll just take it out on everybody else instead of maybe I just need to step to the side. I need to heal for a minute. I need to talk to a therapist or talk to somebody about this. Mm -hmm. Go over like the types of people I'm going for and try to change the types of people I'm going for instead of punishing everybody because it's all mm. like a revolving cycle I've realized it's like somebody else gets hurt it's like and then and then sometimes you realize oh they're hurt too it's like it's crazy yeah I agree I definitely think it's a revolving door in a cycle and I feel like now for me and I was literally just um talking to someone about this I feel like at this point I'm you know gonna be well I'm not gonna be I just turned 27 so I feel like I'm ready to start, not necessarily ready to have kids, but I'm ready to, I'm ready to see that in my future. Like I'm ready to look at it in the future for me. And so I feel like I'm stopping that cycle of the low standards or the settling for for men that's not worthy of me and all of that at this point. Listen, I have a 30th birthday coming next weekend. So it's like, I feel you on that. It's like, I've been thinking about that too. I'm like, who the hell am I going to have kids with? Who the hell am I going to have a family with? You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying, I'm not trying to be in my forties and fifties and just now having kids, you know what I'm saying? And I I want to be single. Like none of this is nobody wants to be single, but nobody wants to like go through life by themselves. And I feel like when you have that one person that you're, super comfortable with um that loves you for literally you and you love them for them it'll be an easier ride I feel like yeah it's gonna be issues and stuff going on but I feel like it'll be an easier ride we've got somebody that's down for you exactly it's like if you find like the one that can be the homie the lover and the friend it's like that'll be the perfect combination because it'd be like and also motivated somebody that will motivate you to pick yourself up to be like yeah. I got us if I got it but yeah. it's like too many people nowadays they're just selfish they're just the only thing about them they're just trying not to get got it's like yeah oh my god that's so true the whole get got thing i didn't heard that several times like somebody told me that he wanted to chill with me first before taking me out and i'm like what sense does that make he's like i don't want to waste my money i don't want to waste my money and then we not click i'm just like what if that's the case, I'll pick my own shit. Like, I don't, I don't want to chill with you first. Like, I want to go out in the world. Like, uh, it's oh. like, 
honestly, it just depends on the dude's vibe with you. Honestly, it depends on what the dude really thinks of you, honestly, because there's some women, there's some men that will look at you and check you out and be like, okay, yeah, I want to take her out. But then there's some men that are like, they'll feel like they're settling and they'll be like, yeah. oh, I just want to Netflix and chill, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that is true. It's like, it, it just depends on the vibe, you know what I'm saying? It just depends on what that person really thinks of you, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because there might be some women, and honestly, there's been some women that might just be down for that, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily you, but they might be expecting another woman out of you. But what people got to realize is you can't expect you or someone else out of somebody totally different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I've, I've had to learn this myself. I've had to learn with people, you just got to expect the unexpected, honestly. Yeah. And I feel like, honestly, that's the thing, too. Like, I don't put none past nobody. And so when stuff happens or people say stuff or I meet people and they this way, and I just like, okay, whatever. All right. On to the next. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> yes, another one bites the dust. I definitely <laughs> agree with that, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I guess since we're right here, we might as well stay with it. So what do you think about singlehood? Like, how do you... Why do you think so many people get miserable, just be bent out of shape about being single and instead of taking that time to really get to know themselves and really love themselves? Um, It might just be the boredom, like, or necessarily not having that person for you. Like, I feel like, like I said, I was in a relationship this year and I feel like it was a convenient relationship for me. And I felt like, me and him were friends first and so it made sense for us to jump into what we thought it made sense for us to jump into a relationship because we were comfortable with each other um all the way around so we felt like okay yeah this this would be this and so being in a relationship means being comfortable um having somebody there for you at all times like if there was something going wrong with me i'm instantly you know hitting the phone calling that person um so just having that support um i feel like is the you know the whole thing about being in a relationship. So I feel like when you're single, it's like, you don't have that. You don't have that support. You don't have that backbone. You don't have that person that you want to. Um, now that I'm single, the person I call is my mom or my sister-in-law or one of my friends instead of that person, you know? Um, so I think just the boredom, just being bored, being bored and not having nobody to talk to all the time. Um, sex. I mean, when you're with somebody, you're having regular sex versus Yes. being single having you know multiple partners you know figuring out protecting your you know stuff like that like it's a lot I feel like um with relationships honestly it might be the boredom and the sex for me <laughs> I definitely agree the, the the boredom the honest the, the lack of sex and also I say the lack of just having somebody there it's like yeah. yes I definitely agree with that because I was on a single swarm. Um, shout out to to the uh, Married and Crazy podcast. Um, out of out of um out of California, out of Northern California, I had them on the episode, and they wanted me on again. And it's like, and and you know what's funny about my podcast? That's the one episode my mom actually promoted on her Facebook page. <laughs> The one episode where I'm talking to a married couple and they're talking about their relationship and mm-hmm. giving advice to people. And what I found is there are some people out there that are really serious and just about being single, about just finding themselves and stuff. And they were really like dedicated to it. That was my takeaway from it. And 
and one thing I got about this generation is like everybody wants somebody now because even now myself I like you get bored you said the best yeah. you now the head you get bored you want you want to there's some things in the city you want to go do but you don't want to go by yourself like there might be a new restaurant in the city because yeah. unlike Chicago Florida ain't ain't shutting down anytime soon you know what I'm saying yeah. um there might be a new restaurant you want to try to go go to or there might be a destination you want to go to by yourself you know and it's like eventually you get tired of going to nice ass places by your damn by self so yeah. it's like i totally feel that and it's like sometimes the singleness it sucks but you gotta gotta embrace loving yourself yeah yeah i agree um I agree with the whole finding yourself too because I feel like honestly you want to be you want to be prepared for that person to come in your life. Um, like me and my friends too, we were talking about this on an episode how like we want guys to you know wine and dine us. We want to be taken out. We want gifts. We want random gifts. We want the random lunch. We want the you know random flowers when you come in the house. We want all of these things. Um, but let me ask you something there. Um, if a man does that for you, are you gonna do that for him? Because nowadays, and that's, and that's what, and that's what I was coming like, to. And I, I, I was, got to a point where I'm like, I need. I'm not saying I need reciprocation, but I need you yeah. to have my energy. And that's what I was saying too. And that's what I was getting to. Just getting to like, we want a man to do all those things for me, but are we prepared to do all those things for him, um, emotionally, financially, whatever the case may be? And I'm thinking to myself, maybe I'm not. Maybe I can't be buying my nigga lunch every week because. I don't, you know, have the funds to do so. So I want to wait until I feel like I am all the way there. I'm 100% Tia for a man to come in and, you know, add to, to me as well. Um, yeah. I think it's definitely important for you to figure out yourself first before getting into a relationship because you don't want to be easily swayed or do things that you normally wouldn't do or, you know, just lose yourself. Because I feel like a lot of people lose themselves in relationships when they when they didn't have it before, you know, when they didn't have it all together before. And I'm not necessarily saying everything's supposed to be all together. And maybe that person is supposed to be the one that helps you get to that point. Um, so I definitely get the different, you know, aspects of it. But it's very important for you to find yourself and be comfortable with yourself first. Yes, you have to. You have to definitely find yourself and be comfortable with yourself before you get into a relationship. Because I know Will Smith says something like, you can't look for someone else to bring your own happiness. You got to supply your own happiness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't look for somebody to completely complete you. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah. look for somebody that you can you can share the energy with, you know, because too many times people look for that one person to be a savior. And it's like, this ain't an NBA draft, you know what I'm saying? Where one person can just change your whole entire landscape and all. But no, you can't look at that person because then when it falls down, you're going to yeah. be very disappointed. You're going to be very depressed if that person yeah. turns out that they they just ain't shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, I've had to learn that the hard way because sometimes we we put our, all our eggs in one basket and thinking this person is going to work, but then this person doesn't work out and it's the end of the world when when in reality we should have just been like, hey, you got to chalk it up to the game. And I feel like that's how I was too. And I feel like, I was that I was the one that chopped up as a chopped up to the game and then he was the person that was just like for like his whole life and ended. And for me, it was just weird and awkward because it's like you live and you learn. Like I've I've go through life and I you lose some and you win some. Like I, that's just how I that's how I was raised. Like my mom, you know, instilled on me like 
sometimes you may not be the winner. You might not be the first the person in the first place. Yes, we all all want to win, but at the end of the day, you're gonna lose sometimes, and that's okay. And so that's just been my model my whole life. Like you win some, you lose some. It's you lose when you don't get up and try again, or you lose when you don't want to bounce back and you know do those things. So agreed. Yeah. It's like um, I love my mom, but I had to instill that myself in my college. Years. <laughs> I was like, look, fall down seven, you gotta get up eight. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because you just have to get up because you, excuse me, you lose when you don't get up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I understand you might get knocked down, but you have to get up. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. life like moves on, you know. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous how some people will just act like it's the end of the world. Now, what do you think of people that will, it fails with one person and they will get on social media and be like, niggas ain't shit or bitches ain't shit. And it's like, are you looking <laughs> I didn't mean to call you out, but it's like, are you are you looking at the per are you are you looking at the person thinking that everybody they shit? Because I've had to stop doing that my damn self. It's like, you know what? Yeah. I gotta be like, look, it's just this one person. It ain't everybody. See, that's the thing though. Like, you you know it's just that one person. But it's like for me, nine times out of ten. My friends have been through whatever I'm talking about, whatever situation I'm going through at the time, my friends probably have been through it before. And so it's like, damn, you went through the same shit, or damn, you went through the same shit, damn, you went through the same shit. Okay, y'all, it's niggas in general. It ain't just, uh, it just ain't just him, or it ain't just, you know, whatever the case may be. So I feel like at that point, at that very point, and at that moment when you realize, like, damn, he really did me both, that's when you group them all together and just be like, niggas ain't shit. But at the end of the day, you know. There's some niggas out there that's, that's, you know, they got some shit going on for themselves. Like, we all know that. Um, well, at least I know that. So I don't necessarily, when I say that comment, I don't really mean it as in all niggas ain't shit. Just what you are you. Yeah. I be saying <laughs> the same thing about y'all women, too, because I'm like, look. But then the only thing I hate about it is when you're on social media and you say something like that, there'll they'll, they'll be some women that they may be triggered by it. They'll be like, oh, you're just passive-aggressive, or they'll comment, LOL. Ladies, niggas go through shit too, you know. I know y'all do. <laughs> we go through shit too, you know what I'm saying? We yeah. go through shit. And it's like, we got to also, for the, the sanity of mental health, we got to break this stigma of thinking men don't go through shit, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we go through it as well. Because in the black community, it's always taught that men got to be the strong one, you know what I'm saying? We got to be the strong one. We just got to suck it up and chalk it up to the game. Yeah. No, we, it's so, fellas, it's okay to have a breakdown, you know what I'm saying? But that's what goes back to singlehood. And it's like, it's sometimes we need that woman to lean on. It's like not having that woman. That's why singlehood sucks sometimes. Because me personally, if I have a breakdown, it's either my sister or my mom I got to lean on. Shout out to both of them. But it's okay, like, shout out to y'all. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes it does suck not having that woman that, that yeah. should just be, that can just tell you some things that will just, make it all better make it all better sometimes she'll even cook your favorite meal or sometimes yeah. she'll fall out to make you feel better because yeah. she don't need to do her but that shit sucks so yeah. I know the whole thing of just like having that one person where that person knows what to do to make you feel better like yeah that's 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 what i want in a relationship somebody that know me all the way through <laughs> Listen, I want somebody that's that knows me that's willing to learn me and learn learn my ways well because 
it's like I gotta be studying you as well. Like Nipsey to Nipsey, but he said the best. Sometimes you gotta study your woman. You know what I'm saying? You gotta study your woman or study your man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta know what works best for them because not every method is effective on them. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, that's that's another thing. So you can't go into relationships thinking about the old and past relationships or past situations. Like you don't know if that person's gonna. This person is different. It's not the same person. So you got to go in with an open mind and be willing to switch up some shit, you know? Agreed. Unless it's a night where we just getting lit and we just talking shit about our exes and talk about our past. Uh, unless you tell me how you grew from it, I don't give a damn about your exes. Yeah, don't yeah. tell me about your exes. If you're still in communication with your exes, don't talk to me because yeah. then, now, now I might have that thought in my mind that you could easily run back to his ex at the same time. Yeah. I don't care if the ex is in another state, you know? It's like, because now that has my thought in my mind, like, you could still fly this nigga out or that nigga could fly you out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't nothing to people, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I've never been the type of person to, to reminisce to my new nigga about another nigga. Like, I, honestly, I don't like to hear stories about previous relationships. I don't want to hear how she did this to you or she did that because what does it matter to me? Like, I don't, I don't like that. I honestly don't like when guys, you know, use that, oh, I was hurt before, this bitch did this or this, she did that, blah, blah. Like, to me, I don't want to hear about it. Like, I don't want, I don't want to hear about it. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you nothing about my old niggas because Honestly, ain't no old niggas. It's you, and that's it. Like, that's not even. Let's not do that. To a degree, I agree with you. But if you now, if you're not telling me how you grew from it and how it made you a better person and how it made you a stronger person, then I ain't trying to hear. It. I'm not trying to hear my ex did this, my ex did that. No, I'm not trying to hear that. You know yeah. Because after a while, I'm gonna be like, do you just want to go back with your ex? Because nobody want to hear about the ex. <laughs> Because at some point you'll realize this person isn't really healed over this ex. And if this ex calls them tomorrow, they right there. Because there are some exes, another reason I feel like I'm single, there are some exes, they know when the right time to call or try to reconnect because there might be a new nigga creeping in. Yeah. They will know right when... Some ex, I don't know what it is about some exes. They just know the right time. They know, they know the right... Literally, they know the right time. They know what they know. I remember when I was when I was just in the past relationship. I was mad at I was mad at him. Like I was really upset. Like we had a day where we didn't talk about whatever the case may be. And this nigga from my past texted me on that day. And I was just like, why today? Because now I want to talk to him. Like now I want to tell him like I got some shit going on with him. Blah, blah. You know, I wanted to talk to him and I was like, okay, yeah, no, let's not. Like Niggas definitely be knowing when, or maybe not. Maybe, like you said, maybe it's females too. Know when to come creeping back. And know, but I don't do that. I don't. I don't creep around relationships and wait to <laughs> see when you're done with her to move in. I'm, I'm not that type person. So I don't Listen, know. I'm not that person either. If you feel my ex, then we just we just done with each other. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if there's there's probably only one ex I'd probably take back, but only because we were in different states when we were in a relationship, but. Other than that, anybody else, I don't care if me and this new person I'm with is going through it. We just gonna go through it, you know. So I'm gonna fight that person till we work it out. I'm not about to go run into my ex when things happen, you know. What I'm saying that's that's not how I'm made, you know. And I mm-hmm. feel like some people are like that. Honestly, people, before you get involved with somebody, 
heal from your exes because if you heal from your ex, you are going to ignore that text. You're going to ignore the calls. If you if you respond to that, you haven't really fully healed. Yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. Or you like in a vulnerable state. Like I feel like for me, that's what it was. It was like really, you know, needed somebody. So, but I didn't. I didn't talk to them though. So, so <laughs> I what, didn't engage in conversation. Listen, if you meet somebody, how do you know if you miss meeting somebody in a vulnerable stage? Because I've known some men that will meet a woman that's in a vulnerable stage, and instead of giving them, giving her their best, they treat her like shit. Oh. And I'm just like, you know what? And I'm just like, how do you know if somebody's in a vulnerable stage? I don't think um, you necessarily know that. I think when you meet them, initially you're not going to know that. I think just you know by having a conversation and, and getting to know them, you'll you'll you will see it. But I don't know how to like to pinpoint it out. I don't know what. Vulnerable vulnerability looks like. I don't know. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we may have discussed this on a previous podcast. I think it was like episode one, ten, one, eleven. We discussed vulnerability, but if you know how somebody else, how somebody can be, you can tell somebody's in a vulnerable stage. Let us know at Look Talk Podcast on Instagram. Let let us know. You know what I'm saying? We'll get it on for you. Know what I'm saying? Let let us know. So, what do you think about people that that treat somebody like a husband or wife? That's but you know damn well that the person might not be husband and wife material. What do you think about people that do husband or wife things for people that are just not even that material? I think um, just the concept of having a husband and wife, people just get comfortable with that and so they run with it. And honestly, I feel like for me, a marriage looks like whatever you, however you create it. So um, my idea of marriage my idea of a husband may be different from somebody else and what they think a husband might be. So some people might be okay with the bare minimum in a husband or somebody might be okay with the bare minimum in a wife um, or certain things in a husband and wife. So me saying that is just like, honestly, I just feel like it's just, it's different. It just depends on that person um, in that situation. But for me, I know you're not, I'm not calling you hubby. I'm not saying that's my husband or what a future. I'm not name, I'm not doing all that until the day we say I do. Okay. <clears throat> because the, and also if you're not, like I said, if I don't, if that definition of husband and marriage for me is not looking the way that you see it, then I'm not gonna be calling nobody my husband. Um, Agreed. I, I think definitely. it might be the comfortability though. I think it might just be them being comfortable. Yeah, that's probably what it is. It's like yeah. you get comfortable with somebody and you'll find yourself doing all kinds of shit like yeah. This is what something I do for a wife, or this is something yeah. I do for a husband. It's like if you get too, but beware of getting too comfortable because that's when people usually let you down, or people yeah. usually do some dumb shit that'll just fuck it all up for the next person. <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. I've been there too many times. So yeah. And listen, if that happens, people, we can't allow it to fuck it up for the next person because the next person is the innocent bystander. They had nothing to do with it. You know what I'm they saying? Had nothing so to do. For 2020 and 2021, we gotta learn to let that hurt go and not make the next person pay for it because it's a shame that we make we do that. Because you know what else I realized that marriages aren't lasting as long as people and our grandparents 
Because you hear people about grandparents lasting, marriage lasting 75 years, 40 years, 30 years, 20 years. Do you, why do you, why is that nowadays? Why do you think the new age marriages don't even last that long? I think, I feel like low-key the old, older marriages might have last a lot longer because of the different standards. Um, I would say that they wasn't asking for much. And so as long as I feel like in the old days, as long as he was taking care of home and coming home every night and providing for his family, then it was okay. That was your husband. You didn't say much, you let it go, you know. But I feel like now women are just a little bit, we're more vocal about what we want and what we need. And so I feel like um, even men too, like some men don't want a housewife. Some men want a woman that's going to get out here and grind with him or you know, do the same things with them. And so I feel like people just, yeah, different age, just different, different times. And we're just not for it no more. Like I, for me, I feel like women are just not for the bare minimum. So like, okay, you providing for me, what, what else are you doing? Are you providing for me emotionally? Are you providing for me physically? Like, are you actually here mentally? Are you, you know, I get you paying the bills. I get you going out working. I get you doing this for your kids at the end of the day. Are you here for me, your actual wife? Like, is the intimacy still there? Is you know, you know, stuff like that. And so I feel like now we're complaining about those things in the newer age. We're we're reaching. We're when we look at marriage, it's a different example of what it was before. Yes, we do. We definitely look at marriage as it's different now because it's like we all. I think the standards have been raised, and I think yeah. social media has just been elevated the bar because. Everybody wants what they see on social media. It's like, yeah. they see this on social media. Like, I want this out of you. You know what I'm saying? You might want this out of me. It's just, it's just like, we can yeah. see we can see the Jones, what the, what's going on with the Joneses is now. I'm saying yeah. We can see what's going on now. Back in those old days, they didn't have technology like that. All they had was, was each other, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah. this exception bond, that's all they really had. It's like, it's crazy. They didn't really compare it to they they really they didn't they weren't always making comparisons it's crazy yeah and if they were making comparisons it was comparisons to the, the next family next door who doing the same shit like mm -hmm. <laughs> the same stuff on a block so it's like they didn't have much to compare it to um, yeah is they didn't have much to compare to and it's also they they may have seen the next family on the block but they now today generation it, it don't even matter about a block. You can see what's going on in another state. You know what I'm saying? You can see these celebrity relationships or you can see what's going on with your friends. They'll be like, oh, so-and-so doing this for me. Why you ain't doing this for me? Or why they why they ain't doing that? It's like, but you what people going on. to realize is social media is just a front. Yeah, you don't know what they got going on. Yeah, he buy her flowers. Yeah, he buy her flowers every week. But why he buy her flowers every week? Why? Cause he cheating maybe you don't know you don't know what you know got going on so that's why i'm saying you have to literally write your own marriage and write your own path on how y'all do stuff like i wouldn't i can't sit down and look at nobody relationship and be like oh i want a relationship just like that because that's not what i want like i feel like that's something that you and that person needs to discuss about what a relationship what a marriage whatever looks like for y'all yeah y'all need to have these conversations and this talk yeah. because i would hate for y'all to get to the relationship stage and then you find out everything you find out everything no just be up front and it's like yeah. 
a lot of people don't realize that if you just be upfront, a lot of BS in relationships probably don't happen if you're just upfront with everything. The yeah. cheating in relationships, the dumb shit that happens in relationships, it don't happen if you're just upfront while you're dating and courting. Yeah, person. I agree though. Definitely, definitely talk, talk to your spouse, communicate, let them know that you don't like certain stuff or you like that, whatever the case may be. And I feel like that's in the past, um, I let stuff slide or whatever the case may be. I didn't communicate to people that I was dating or with in relationships in the past. Um, so that's something I've learned over the years. So yeah, listeners, talk. Tell the nigga what you want. Tell the nigga what you don't want. And um, yeah, be open. Just be open and be, be yourself. Always, always be able to be yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, I know we we about to wrap it up. This is liquor talk. The more liquor you drink, the better this podcast sounds. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope y'all have enjoyed this so far. Now, last thing, what can people expect from your podcast? Um, y'all can expect um me talking my shit regardless of who's on the podcast who's a guest if I'm by myself um just me expressing exactly how I feel about certain stuff the raw the uncut everything um yeah <laughs> that's real now yeah. last now why should people go ahead and subscribe to this podcast and check you out y'all should subscribe to Tia's Talk and Unwind because um we love to talk our shit we love to get drunk on the episode we love to be us and well me i love to be me and i ask that my guests do the same so yeah we just as real as we can get that's real that's real i definitely i definitely had fun when i was on with you like say if you need me to come back home you just let me know i might be in florida but i'm just a dm away you already know Um, but lastly what do you tell people to get them through singlehood to deal that's dealing with singlehood what we tell them i don't know i need somebody to tell me some shit um, <laughs> um but honestly don't settle um don't settle for for don't settle period um be yourself um i know it gets boring so i don't know what guys can do but women get out here and go to amazon and get you a toy do your shit um you don't need the nigga for nothing you don't need the nigga for sex you don't um call your friends talk to your homegirls whatever the case may be and even if you do need niggas for sex go out there and do your thing wrap it up and protect yourself and then come home and that's it so just don't settle if y'all know this is what you're looking for go out there and get that that's all i can say agreed listen Fellas, listen, we need to stop lying to these women. We just need to be open and honest what we want. You know what I'm saying? We need to just stop lying to people no matter what. And if you're going through the singlehood, find a hobby or something. Find something yes. to attract you. you know what I'm saying? Because the porn gets old, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie to you. The porn gets old, you know what I'm saying? It's like even the sex stories get old after a while. <laughs> you got to find you a hobby or something. Find you a hobby, yeah. find something to do, like find yeah. a way to get money, you know what I'm saying? Or be like us and start a podcast. It don't matter. By the way, disclaimer, that's not why I started looking talk. Know that <laughs> why, by the way. 
Why is because I need something to use my voice, you know what I'm saying? But listen, find a distraction, find something to just make take your mind off of it. Because if you sit there and dwell about it, you're gonna make yourself miserable, you're gonna yeah. end up settling. But and yeah. like Tia said, do not settle. Like there are women out here, there are women and men out here that can do what we want, you know what I'm saying? That will give us yeah. what we want, who don't have unrealistic expectations. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you got anything tonight. To my single people, don't settle. There are plenty of single people in this thing with you. So do not settle for mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah, don't settle. That's it. Because if you settle, you're going to be miserable. Because I I could tell men, how I could tell men to settle? Because they will see the, they will see the pictures with, their, with the wife. They'll be pretending to smile and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or if they're, they're faking the phone, it's 2020, about to be 2021. We can tell we can Yeah, we can tell. We can tell it ain't all happy at the crib. We can tell you're going through some stuff. We can tell you don't really like her. So stop settling. And and women, we can tell that you only with him because he's the one who did whatever. It's okay, girl. Mm -hmm. Keep your legs closed and wait for your husband to get here. Fellas, like I said, you Ladies, y'all heard her. Wait for your husband. Fellas, wait for your wife. You know what I'm saying? Because that one might be good for that night, but is it worth settling for? You know what I'm saying? Because you got to look outside the bedroom, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you again for another episode. Thank you, Tia, for coming on. Thank you for I, do appreciate, me. I do appreciate you for coming on. Yes, thank you for having me. I appreciate you coming off on my episode, too. Um... Yeah, this was fun. I appreciate it. Thank you. Listen, thank y'all. Make sure y'all check out the episodes. Um, y'all can also follow my um Instagram at underscore Tia Denise and follow my podcast Instagram at tia.talk.online. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all already know it's Look Talk Podcast on Instagram. Now, if you want to know what the man is up to, it's Real V Jones, you know what I'm saying? So I suggest, and I, I would tell y'all, go ahead and start following me because I'm about to turn up for my birthday weekend. So, you know what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, now, if y'all listen to this out there, y'all want to sh show brother some love for the birthday, go ahead and just DM me. I'll give you the cash app and all that. You know what I'm <laughs> if you want to do that, if it's in your heart. But I thank you, the listeners, and thank you, everybody, for listening to Liquor Talk. Until next time, time i hope y'all enjoy the holiday i will see y'all in december until next time we out this thing deuces <laughs>